Hello friends and welcome to the second episode of Budo the Martial Way. Today we're going to be talking about effort. Now this is something that I think is really so important, mostly for beginners, people starting out new, whether it's uh, exercise, meditation, whether it's a new job, anything at all. Applying effort at the start and finding the right balance is so key and so important and such a challenge as well. But also not just for beginners, but for people who've been practicing whatever art, whatever discipline for a long time. Because it's not it's not as simple as just, you know, once you've been doing it for long enough, oh, it's easy. No, it takes always takes effort. Every time we get out of bed, every day it takes effort. It takes effort to motivate ourselves, not just to start something new, but also to maintain that effort and to keep a certain level of consistency. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So please get comfortable, have a seat, and let's begin. Correct effort. Now, the overall theme that I'm going to be talking about here is about balance. It's about balance. You've got to find that balance. I know a lot of us, we start out with a huge amount of motivation and a lot of, you know, we're really fired up and yeah, well, I'm going to smash this every day. I'm going to do it 365 days a year. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up until I reach these great goals. That's fantastic. That's brilliant. It's really good to be that motivated. But the more we build something up to be uh, this great, huge task, the, the, you know, the bigger an obstacle it is to overcome and the easier it becomes for us to become defeated. So it's really about toning it back down a lot, a lot of the time. A lot of people think that effort, the only time I fail when it comes to effort is if I'm not applying enough effort. If I ever fail, if I ever lose motivation, if I ever lose momentum, then that's because of a lack of effort. But actually, no, 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 no. It's often because we've had too much effort, not through any kind of deficit. So again, it's about finding that balance. And I know anybody that has any understanding about Buddhism understands everything is about the middle way, about the balance. Let me give you a quote that I think really fantastically sums it up. This is uh, from Milarepa, the famous Tibetan yogi. He advised his disciples to hasten slowly. Hasten in the sense of being continuous and unrelenting in your effort, but do so with poise and equanimity. Persistent and full of effort, yet very relaxed and balanced. That's from Joseph Goldstein in the book, The Experience of Insight. And that's something I'm definitely going to come back to. Hasten slowly, balance the middle way. A metaphor I really like is that when someone says it's like the tension in a stringed instrument, if it's too great or too little, it'll sound off. So you've got to have that nice balance. So the question is, how do we find that balance? How do we find that even balance between too great and too little? Well, first of all, let's talk about too little. To perform any action, whether it's meditation, whether it's exercise, whether it's simply getting out of bed and getting to work on time, that requires discipline and it requires motivation. Discipline and motivation are two completely different things. Motivation is entirely external and discipline comes from within. This is something I'm going to do an entire episode on itself because the distinction between discipline and motivation and understanding discipline and motivation is so incredibly important. 
But all I'll say for now is that, again, like I said, motivation comes from without. You've got to remember why we wanted to do this task, why, what our desire was, what, what the goals were that we had in mind. That's the motivating factor. Discipline, that is something that comes from within. Now, someone else can discipline you as a verb, as an action. In the army, obviously, my uh, senior officers, my NCOs, they disciplined me. But what they're, what they're really doing is creating discipline within myself so that I can get out of bed without being told to, so that I can tidy up and that I can motivate myself to do these things from within and not need some kind of external influence and external stimulus to get me moving. So when that comes from within, when you get out of bed, not because you have some great reason to, but because you, you just simply have that internal will to get out of bed and do what needs to be done, that's discipline. Another big challenge, and certainly one that I feel like I'm the master of, is procrastination. Oh man, I suffer from procrastination too bad. I never suffer from a lack of motivation. You know, I know what needs to be done. I know what I should be doing. But the problem is that, you know, I, I, I always, I find it very easy to find something else to do, you know, to, to maybe find an easier task to occupy my time with. Procrastination is, is a difficult challenge. But the key to defeating procrastination is recognition. With recognition comes mindfulness. So we need to recognize whenever we are procrastinating, whenever we get that phone out and we start looking at YouTube, we start looking at Facebook, Instagram, we need to recognize in that moment, I am procrastinating. What do I need to be doing? Marcus Aurelius said, uh, no action should be undertaken without aim. So everything that you do should have a purpose. If you get your phone out, okay, why are you getting your phone out? Is it to send an email? Is it to check something important? If you're getting it out for a specific reason, that's fine. But if you're just getting it out because you are procrastinating or you don't know what to do or you're bored, that has no real direct path. That has no real purpose. So to battle procrastination, we just need to recognize it. And of course, that is one of the main key aspects of meditation is recognition, recognition of this moment. What am I doing? What am I thinking? Pure recognition. So that will help us battle procrastination. Another thing I'd like to talk about, and this might be a little bit controversial, but I'm going to completely contradict what a lot of great Zen masters say. You hear, you'll hear from a lot of many, many, many great Zen masters. You'll hear it's, that it's all about being natural and it's all about our natural state and that any application of effort is incorrect. Now, that, that is absolutely true especially when we talk about the highest level of meditation, transcendental meditation, where you completely let go. That is absolutely true, but that is the final step. To give that advice, especially to give that advice to a beginner, is really quite damaging advice, really, because if, if, if the key was to not do anything and was to not to apply any effort, well, then I've already, I've already won then, haven't I? I don't need to try doing anything because I'm already there. But the key is really, first we need to learn, first we need to train, first we need to develop. We find freedom in discipline. It's like, imagine playing an instrument, imagine playing a guitar. Now, when you see a professional playing a guitar, 
his or her fingers are moving so fast that, you know, they're not thinking about it. It's trained, it's natural at that point. And, you know, that's how people can play the guitar and sing at the same time. You know, play the guitar and, you know, interact with the crowd because then they're so experienced and they're so trained that they don't need to think specifically about every single individual movement that their hands make. It's the same with driving a car. At the start, you know, you need to learn, okay, I need to press the clutch and I need to get the revs just right and then I need to move my hand into the gear and I need to check the mirrors and I need to indicate and you've got all these things to do. And when you first start, you think, oh man, this is so much to do. I need to, both my feet, both my hands, I need to spin all these plates at the same time. But obviously with training and with practice and with repetition, it becomes natural. And then, you know, eventually when we're driving a car, then we can, you know, have a conversation. We can listen to the radio. We can totally let our mind wander. But imagine if you wanted to learn the guitar and a professional said to you, oh, no, it's easy, man. You know, don't you don't have to think you don't apply any effort because that's what I do. You know, I'm just completely natural. Or again, you're learning to drive a car and someone says, oh, no, you know, don't worry. Don't think about it. Gears are, you know, I don't even think about it. So, yeah, that's fine for you at the highest level when you know what you're doing, when you have gone through that practice, you've gone through that training, but no one ever reaches that point without first applying effort. So whenever you hear any of those Zen masters talk about the naturalness of meditation and that uh, meditative state of mind, again, they are correct, they are right, but that is terrible advice to give to a beginner. So if you are a beginner and you are starting out I wouldn't worry too much about that. We do need to apply effort. We do need to motivate ourselves. We do need to move forwards. So let's next talk about applying too much effort. Now, this is really where I think most people struggle and most people go wrong, but when they apply too much effort. Now, you may think to yourself, oh, well, that's not me. You know, I need to work hard or I need to do more. Again, like I said at the start, that's great, great that you have that that motivation, that desire to, to develop and to learn. That's fantastic. But you gotta you need to temper it to the right amount so you don't burn yourself out too quick. So first let's talk about again, let's talk about meditation and let's talk about how we could apply too much effort in our meditation. Because really, I mean meditation, it's it's not difficult, is it? You know, we're sitting we're sitting down and we're thinking. That's the key to it. We're, thinking, we're, we're practicing some very, very simple techniques. But one of the most common, I hear it all the time, one of the most common complaints and um, difficulties that beginners have that they talk to me about is that they are, they are struggling to control their mind or they're struggling to rid their mind of thoughts and they just, they can't stop thinking and they can't, they're overcome by thoughts and distraction all the time. And really, that's fine. You know, as I've, I spoke about in the last episode, that we are working on concentration and that our mind is always distracted and we are always lost in thoughts. That's fine. And to realize that and bring it back to the, to the beginning, I think the question is that you really need to ask yourself is, what are you basing this idea of meditation on? Okay, now meditation is an entirely internal practice. Everything that we practice in meditation is within. Obviously, you know, we sit up straight, we focus on posture, that's fine. But you don't know what is going on inside someone else's mind. So you might think to yourself, oh, well, I've seen, I've seen monks sitting there 
perfectly still, very serene, very calm, or their mind must be completely free of any problems or or impurities whatsoever. <laughs> you don't have a clue what's going on inside their head. You know, they could be sitting there thinking away about like, oh man, you know, I've got all these tasks to do in the temple later on. I've got all these jobs to do. Oh, how, how am I improving? I've been doing this for 10 years and I still don't feel any improvement. You don't know what's going on inside their mind. So you can't base your own idea of meditation on anyone else's experience. All you can do is base your own experience of meditation on your own experience and if you've just started then what what are you complaining about you know it is what it is just keep going so we need to forget what we think we know and just experience meditation as it is if your mind is busy and full of thoughts that's just the way it is if you can sit down and you can immediately free your mind of all thoughts and you find meditation very easy either your mind isn't quite as clear as you think it is or congratulations, you are some kind of prodigy. <laughs> so don't worry, don't stress it out when you sit down and, and, and you find it difficult and you find it challenging. Same with exercise, you know, when we start out and we're really pushing ourselves and we're training and it's hard and it's difficult, it's like, yeah, because we're starting out and it's always gonna be difficult. And you know what, especially with exercise, <laughs> it, it in a lot of ways, it never really gets any easier. Because the fitter you get, the stronger you get, the more you're going to push yourself, the more you're going to be able to do, and the higher heights that you're going to try to reach. Same with meditation. The more you achieve and the more understanding and realization you have, the more, you know, it's like they say, the smarter you are, the more you realize you don't know. So the more you're going to push yourself forward and the more you're going to try and learn and develop. So it's all, we're always moving forward. We're always developing. So we, we just need to appreciate what point we're at now. Don't be, don't be stressed about where we think we should be. Just be wherever we are. Enjoy this present point in time. If it's difficult, it's difficult. But another thing to consider is really that most effort is in the mind. It is all in our head. It's all an idea, really. One thing that I've really, really taken to heart is when I read someone said something about that there are two types of pain. And that's something you hear, you hear a lot in Zen, is that there are two types of pain. There is the actual physiological experience of pain, and then there is your own mind saying, ow, this hurts. So if you, if you get rid of your own thought of, ow, this hurts, I don't like this, this is painful, if you get rid of those thoughts, you've got rid of 50% of the pain. It's the same thing with effort. How much of effort is you telling yourself, this is going to be difficult, this is going to be hard, this is going to be a struggle, I don't want to do this, I don't want to struggle. How much of you is just you telling yourself that it's going to be hard? If you get rid of that, especially if you've already made the decision to pursue this, whether it's, again, whether it's exercise, whether it's meditation, you've already made the decision that you are going to do it. So if you start telling yourself, oh, this is so difficult, this is so hard, you, why you, you need to get out of your own way. Stop making things harder for yourself. Just accept, look, I've decided that I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. The physical effort that it takes, the physical exertion, the physical requirements, they will, they will sort themselves out. Either you can do it or you can't. You don't need to start talking to yourself in your head and convincing yourself that you can and you can't. Get out of your own way. Stop thinking about it. And again, recognition leads to mindfulness. When you realize that you are thinking negative thoughts about, oh, whether I can do this, whether this is hard or not, just simply stop. Just forget it. Stop thinking about it. 
and just focus on what you need to be doing. Another really key thing to think about is if we have been practicing for a while, it sometimes it can become very easy to become dissuaded because we are not achieving as much as we feel we have in the past. Take meditation, for instance. There are sometimes I sit down and my mind is serene and empty and I find it super easy to concentrate and I really feel a certain sense of peace and everything's very comfortable and nice. That's great. Other times I sit down and my mind is full of thoughts, full of distraction. I can, can't even count to 10 without losing my mind. It's, and I find it really difficult and really uncomfortable. And in those times, I don't get I don't get frustrated and I don't think like if I've achieved this in the past, I should be able to achieve it now. Progress is never linear. You know, I just need to accept in that moment, okay, I'm distracted now. That's fine. Sometimes I'm at peace. Sometimes I'm distracted. Whatever is happening now is happening now. That's absolutely fine. So don't become dissuaded by your idea of what you think should be happening. Again, same with exercise. I used to do a lot of powerlifting and I could squat some serious numbers and now I've been out of the gym and I've not done any barbell work for a long time. Obviously, I'm still exercising. I'm still doing a lot of training all the time, but I've not been doing that big, heavy barbell lifting. So now I feel so, I feel weak and skinny compared to what I used to be able to lift, but I've improved in a lot of other places that I've been focusing on. So our training never moves forward in, you know, such a direct straight line towards success you know we're going to work on some places we're going to become a little bit weaker on other places we're going to gain experience we're going to lose some of our progress when we you know become busy when we become distracted it's fine don't worry about it again we need to just focus on what's happening right now if i can give you another quote that i think sums it up perfectly if you take pride in your attainment or become discouraged because of your idealistic effort, your practice will confine you by a thick wall. Shinryu Suzuki. If you take pride in your attainment, so if you think too much about what you've already achieved or become discouraged because of your idealistic effort. Idealistic effort. Again, it's great to have that motivation that, oh, I want to achieve more. I want to do more. I want to be like that guy. I want to be able to do things like her. That's fine. But you can't let that become a barrier to your success. You can't let that push you down. You can only let those things lift you up. And those things will come. Those times will come. If you keep applying time and effort, it will come. But it's not going to come overnight. So relax and just appreciate the position we're at now. An important part of my mantra is from the Tao Te Ching. He says, the sage never attempts great things and thus accomplishes them. Lao Tzu. That's something that's really stuck with me a lot. How do we run a marathon? One step at a time. We can only do it one step at a time. So we need to not build these things up to be some great task, some great monumental thing that we need to overcome. And we need to just focus it on it one step at a time. A lot of my students, they're university graduates. And they, they tell me that, oh, you know, I really struggle to sit down. And like, what are you talking about? You've, you've got a degree. If you've got a degree, you've been in university for what? Three, four, five years. How did you get that degree? Did you get it overnight? Did you just turn up to university and boom, you got it in a day? No, of course not. It took you years of effort and a lot. You had to focus on a lot of different things. And you only ever did that 
one day at a time, one day at a time, one step at a time. None of these things came to you in one great leap. Another fantastic quote that I read was um, the samurai Yamaoka Teshu. Apparently, once he told his disciple that he was going to copy the entire Buddhist canon, and his disciple said to him, won't that be a great effort? Won't that be a great hardship? And Yamaoka replied, not at all. I'll simply copy it one page at a time. And that is it, just one page at a time. That's it. That's all it takes, one page at a time, one rep at a time, one second at a time, one breath at a time. Everything is just done moment by moment. So that's the key, again, is to find balance. If I can refer, again, back to that quote I started with, hasten slowly. We need to be unrelenting in our effort. We need to be always moving forward, always progressing, but we need to do it with balance, with calm, with poise and equanimity. Balance. So we really need to sit down and we need to ask ourselves, really honestly, am I applying too little effort or am I applying too much effort? Chances are, I honestly don't think that most of, certainly most of the people who are going to be listening to this right now, you are not applying too little effort. If you're the kind of person who sits down and you, you listen to these podcasts and you, you, you are trying to learn from people, you're reading books, you're watching YouTube videos, you're going to classes. If you're one of these people, you're probably not applying too little effort the chances are you're probably applying too great an effort within your own mind. You're dissuading yourself. You're thinking that you need to achieve too much and, and the task you have laid out ahead of you is too great. So we probably need to wind it back in. Certainly whether it comes to, you know, even whether it's exercise, whether it's meditation, 15 minutes, you could do a lot in 15 minutes. Just sit down breathe for 15 minutes, do a little circuit, go for a run, do some sprints. You got If you've got a nice hill nearby, do some hill sprints, push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups. You know, you can do a lot in 15 minutes. And don't tell me that you don't have 15 minutes. Everybody's got 15 minutes in a day. If you don't have 15 minutes, get up 15 minutes earlier. Everybody has 15 minutes. Maybe not today, then tomorrow. There's seven days in a week. You have 15 minutes here and there. You do. So don't Think about how much effort it's going to take. Don't don't start building up for yourself like, oh, you know, if I'm going to lose this weight, I need to do this many days over this many months and this many hours. Don't, don't start thinking about that. Just think about what you need to do today. I actually read, I don't have it written down, but I read in the Hagakure, Yamamoto Sunetomo, he said something fantastic about anybody can put up with anything for a day. If it's just for one day, you can deal with it. You can deal with almost any hardship if you know that it's just for a single day. But tomorrow is just a single day as well. Every single day is a progression of a single day. So don't worry about next week. Don't worry about the next month. Just worry about today. Worry about what you need to do now, what you've decided to do, what you've chosen to engage with. And when you recognize that moment when you are procrastinating, when you're getting lazy, when you're not doing what you should be doing, then we need to motivate ourselves and push ourselves forward to start action. If the reason that you're not starting action is because we built up this idea of something being too great, then we need to chill out a little bit and, you know, just just start. Whether you feel like it or not, just do it. Just start moving and not think about it too much. So we need to find the middle way. We need to find that balance.
So I've thrown about a lot of ideas there. I've given you a lot to think about. And these are some of the things that I've come across in my own experience of training. You know, everything that I've talked about is something that I've struggled with myself at some point. Uh, but not just myself, but also with a lot of the clients that I've worked with, people in my classes, my one-to-one -one students. You know, I've seen a lot of what comes up. And a lot of the time, again, like I said, it's not about people trying too little. It's about people trying too hard. You know, like people say to me like, oh, you know, oh, I'm not working hard enough. They say that to me while they are in the gym, while they are working. They tell me that they're not working hard enough. You know, so I think it's all about the ideas and the perception that we have about effort and what we have, what we think we should be achieving. So I've thrown about a lot of ideas today and I hope you can pick up at least one of those things, at least one of those ideas. And if you can carry one of those ideas forward, and the next time you start struggling, if you can pull that to mind and you can start thinking about that, I really hope that it will help you break through that barrier and, and get moving and get training. Because as I always say, time and effort. It always just takes time and effort. And thank you for your time and effort today for listening this far. I'm still getting used to this new podcast format. This is a new type of uh, teaching for me. I hope you're finding it interesting and I promise I'll keep applying my own effort to this and I'll keep working and I'll definitely get better. The next episode, I'm going to talk about something that's really, I think you'll find interesting, my three-step approach to dealing with absolutely any difficult individual. His nature, my judgment, direct pointing. Really simple, really straightforward. And as I've mentioned before, I've been working in security, you know, so I've had to... Uh, I've had to deal with some pretty difficult people in the past, you know, and this three-step approach I've found it is really, so far it has not failed me. So I'm looking forward to sharing that with you. And until then, keep training.